Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl JMWA, and welcome back to another episode of JMWA Speaks podcast. On today's episode, we are going to be chatting about all things mommy diaries and sharing some great tips for moms on how to balance work, relationships, and just like still making time for yourself. On today's episode, I'm joined by my amazing and beautiful friend, Amber Allen. Amber was born and raised in North Carolina and is passionate about fashion. She's a full-time executive assistant, a wife to her awesome husband of almost six years, and a mother to two beautiful boys. So without further ado, please help me in welcoming Amber Allen. Amber. Hello, hello. Finally got you on, girl. How welcome, girl. <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I am so excited. Um, Amber and I are really good friends. Like we have all these conversations all the time. So I just felt like it would be so cool to actually like have people listening to it. Um, Amber's such a great person. She's a great friend. She's such an inspiration, and I feel like you guys are gonna be so blessed by today's episode. So Amber, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to have our little girls chat. Oh, you are so sweet. You have been such a blessing to me over, gosh, how long have we known each other now? Like a year and Yeah. Three? Yes. Right. Right. Oh right. 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 And it's just like, you know, somebody that you feel like you've known them your whole life. Like, oh my I don't gosh. <laughs> instantly girl, instantly. Amazing. Yeah, it was definitely divine connection. I feel like God knew what he was doing, like putting us oh, to work together. Like for sure, for sure. And poor Angela is probably not happy. I know. <laughs> That's our manager. <laughs> I know. And we are we like have the same birthdays, like so many things in common, like around the same yes. time. Like it's just it's really meant to be. And and I'm also so proud of you, like even like your whole journey as a mom like I just I remember like there was one time like you were about to deliver and like you were on FaceTime and you were like girl let me tell you <laughs> and I'm like Amber are you in the hospital like <laughs> and you were like girl I need to get my glam on like Amber's the type of person she will get glam before she puts that baby out okay like oh, yes. it's a it's a necessity okay Period. So I'm just like, just to see, you know, through that pregnancy and that journey and just like, even before with your other child, like your other son, just like how you are as a mom is just such a great inspiration. And, you know, I really believe like every day is Mother's Day. Like it's not just a day or like a month, you know, like moms really should be celebrated. And I really want to talk about your journey um, as well. And just like for other moms who may be listening to like, how do you juggle work and motherhood and like your personal life, like on a practical real level, like how do you balance it all or even find time to balance it all? Yeah. So when I, I'll be honest, when I first read that question, I started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, if I didn't have caffeine, if I didn't work from home at this point, <laughs> no, honestly, I I can't even I can't even say that I do it by myself. To mm. be one hundred percent honest, right. um, and this is a shout out to all single moms out there. I tell mm. my husband, and we live in my husband's hometown, so I have an amazing support system here, and my family, who's only about two hours away. I mm. it takes a village to raise a baby, mm. to raise children. Yeah, and. If I, if I didn't have, you know, our community daycare to keep the boys, um, my husband who works 12 hour shifts and works mm. more than 40 hours a week, every week, wow. his support and love. I mean, I couldn't do it all. So I really, I can't even say that I juggle it. I feel like a community juggles it. If that mm. makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah, now, yeah. yeah. I juggle it better 
if I'm able to wake up before my boys wake up and sit down with a cup of coffee and mm. read my devotional. But right. some days just aren't like that. Some days you're so exhausted. You wake up at seven and you're like, I don't even know what's going on. You know, both right. boys are crying. So it really takes a village. And once again, if you, if there are moms out there who do not have a village or have a supportive partner, I, I, my, my biggest, my biggest thing would be there, you know, to find that community out there right. um, and as well as get a devotional and try to wake up early and just give it to God because yeah. there have been so many times I have read verses that have really spoken to me. So, Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. No, no, that's really, really true. And I think it it really does take a village. Like, you know, like just you saying that, like, and of course there's some people who unfortunately they don't have that support and that love, but I do think if they can get it or in somehow, even if you have a friend who's like maybe willing to babysit, like, you know, twice a week just so that you can get your nails done or do something for yourself. Yes, girl. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that is super important. And then for you, like, how do you still find time to still be Amber? Because I think some people feel like, Um, And I've heard some people say like, you know, they feel like, oh, if you become a wife and a mom, like you kind of lose yourself. But it's like, I don't think you should. I mean, yes, your priorities change. Right. But like, I don't think you should lose you because you're still who you are, you know? No, for sure. And I'll be honest. I feel like I did not. I hear a lot of moms struggle with this. Like it is a true like mom struggle. Right. You know, to not like lose yourself because let's be honest, it's the most important and Mm -hmm most difficult job you'll ever have in your entire life, raising tiny humans who need you. Like you're a mom 24 hours a day, you know, at our job, I'm on for eight hours and then I'm done. Right. I try to cut off, you know, as much as I can. Um, but I've, I've really like, I, I struggle with mom guilt, but at the same time, like as the years have gone on now being a mom for three and a half years, I've realized that taking at least 30 minutes a day for myself, whether it's riding on my Peloton or doing some kind of workout, you know, that's focusing on me that first of all, you can't pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I'm doing it for my boys because they deserve the best of me. Amen. And the only way they're going to get the best mom and a mom who feels great about herself and then can then, you know, and they're watching me too, mm. you know, and the only way they can get the best of me is if I feel great about myself. And I really, I truly believe whether it's working out, whether it's just getting out of the house and, you know, getting your nails done, doing your hair. I mean, our kids are watching us and, you know, I think it's just really important that we continue to take care of ourselves. And I know a lot of people can't and aren't in that position, Mm -hmm. but if it's just getting outside for 30 minutes, if it's sitting down and reading your Bible, like just taking that alone time, like pressing pause on mm. motherhood because I've, I've just heard a lot of people struggle with losing yeah. themselves and, you know, our children need the best of us. So I'll just leave it at that. I love that. No, that's, that to me is the best advice, honestly. Like, I think that makes so much sense. And I think that honestly, like that should be, that can even apply to anything, like with anyone, you know, not even just in motherhood, but like, if you feel like you have so much responsibility and people are like relying on you, you need to make Mm -hmm. sure you're also good. And I think that makes so sure that they have the best version of you. Like you said, you know, no, absolutely. I'll, I'll say one more thing. And I'm sure if you're, if any moms are listening, listening, um, you've heard the phrase that my children don't need a perfect mom. They need a happy mom. And there have never been truer words said. Wow. So, wow. I love that. When I have kids, I'm literally going to quote that and literally (laughs) 
it, guys. <laughs> I love that. And you know, I do love the fact that you're so real, Amber. That's why we get along, right? Like you're just yes, so girl. real. You keep it real. And I mean, I also want to know that, yes, I mean, I mean, being a mom is so rewarding. It's such a blessing. It's a gift from God. But like, what has been the hardest thing about being a mom or like something that no one tells you about until you get in it? Oh gosh. Um, well, I will get very real with you. Um, my first child, no one, you know, you know, we talk about, I think it's more known today when you talk about after, after you have kids, you're more aware of postpartum depression or, um, really aware of mental health. Um, but I suffered from PPD postpartum depression after I had my first baby Mm. and I would just go through spells of just crying for an hour. And at this point I wasn't taking care of myself. Like I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, on my health journey. I wasn't really taking time for me. I wasn't as close to God. You know, I just, I just had lost my way because I was overwhelmed. Being a mom did not come natural for me. I've always wanted babies. I've always wanted kids, but I was just not, I, I don't feel like this may sound horrible and I don't want it to, no, no, no. I was born to be a mom. Right. No, that's, I don't think I was, my husband was born to be a dad. I, (laughs) Cause it comes so natural to him. And I mean that, and that it just didn't come as natural for me. Right. Right. So I went through postpartum depression. I didn't want to get help, you know, and that's just something that no one really, you know, they, they give you a test at the hospital. You know, you have to check things off, you know, before mm. you leave, but it's like, it's like, that's not a real, like we're not, they're not checking on moms. I feel like as they need to be. And for someone who is as stubborn as I am, that's just one thing that nobody really prepared me for was that you may go through this and it's okay to ask for help. So that was one of the biggest things. Yeah. And how did you even overcome that too? And I think, I mean, I know I'm going to be in your defense. I think you know, you were definitely meant to be mom. Let me tell you, honey. Okay. <laughs> but I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like you kind of felt like you didn't, it didn't have that. And, and I think that's okay too. Like, I think some people, it doesn't come naturally, you know, and that's right, okay. Right. It's like, you know, and then other people it just comes naturally, just like in even certain subjects or in anything in life, you know, but I do yes. think that like, that's a real thing that I know of friends who've also been through. And it's like, you kind of don't want to say anything. Cause you're like, Oh my God, am I bad mom for feeling that way? But I like the fact oh, yeah. that, you, yeah, you did say like, this was a, a weakness. This was something I was dealing with. So how did you kind of like navigate that? So, um, I really, well, first I, I tried therapy mm-hmm. and I did not like talking to a stranger <laughs> who was telling me you know, justifying my feelings. To right. Me. And, um, just kind of like a backstory. I also learned that if you go through trauma earlier in your life, after you have a baby, you're more likely. So when mm. I lost my dad at 21, mm. you know, very suddenly and unexpected, I never really healed from that. And so mm. when I had Jack Mitchell, I think all those feelings came flooding back. Oh. So that's also something that people don't tell you is that if you're very stubborn like me and you don't let things out or, mm-hmm. you know, it could all come, you know, like crashing down, but I eventually got help and was able to um, talk to my doctor, uh, you know, got on some medicine to kind of like level me out mm-hmm. um, and kind of understanding why I was feeling the way I was feeling and I went back to work full-time. I was also working part-time at work because I thought I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Okay. Absolutely not. <laughs> I do not belong as a stay-at-home mom. But, 
that's probably where I'm like, oh, I wasn't really born to be a mom. <laughs> <laughs> There's such a grace for stay at home moms. Like seriously, like that oh people think God. is easy. It's more work. Like for the more work. So my, one of my best friends, Caitlin, she, when I talk about people who are just, you can just see, it just comes so naturally. Mm. She was born. She was born to be a mom. She was a teacher couldn't wait for the day to be a stay-at-home mom. And she seriously rocks it. Aww. And I'm just like, I don't know how you do that. It's <laughs> like, if I didn't have, you know, the interaction I do throughout the day, but sorry, that was a bad track, but no, 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 please. Uh, I don't even know what I was saying. <laughs> no, but I do. I think that like, you know, like the fact that you were able to get help and just really, you know, manage that. And I think that's a great advice to just also like for anyone listening to just be self-aware of maybe some of the traumas and certain things you think about. And if maybe therapy is not for you, if you want to pray about it or talk to God, mm-hmm. or if you, whatever route that works best for you or confide in someone that you trust, because maybe you felt like therapy was kind of like, all right, who's this stranger? You don't know my life, you know? <laughs> oh, I know. And it's so, it's so taboo. And I don't know. Yeah. I mean, everyone, listen, I'm not, and I'm not like hating on therapy. No, 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 exactly. And I think that's the thing. Like sometimes people just say, oh, just go to therapy, but that's not a one size like fit all for everyone, you know, like, yeah. So I like how you also, you know, show the flip side to it, that it might not be the best for you. So you kind of just have to find out what works best for you. Right. um, When you're struggling. And I love that. And I love that. And I, you know, honestly, your boys are so cute. They are the cutest little things. Oh my God. God, I love the little faces. Um, and you're a you're you're hands down the coolest. Listen, boy, mom, like for real, for real. Like, oh, thanks, honey. What <laughs> advice? Yes. What advice would you give to like other like moms who are like boy moms and feel like I wish I had a girl or like how do I navigate oh, all yes, these boys? Yes. Like you know all these things. So, first of all, I would say just enjoy the chaos, mm-hmm. boys. And not all boys, but my boys, even my six month old, he is like, I can just tell he's going to be wild. Like his (laughs) old, I mean, it is crazy. I mean, Jack Mitchell is like riding a bike through the house, like (laughs) at night and he's just wide open. And I mean, you can probably see it in the pictures that I posted. Yeah. He's always like, he's always Hulk. He's (laughs) he's somebody and he is just wide open all the time. And, you know, I always grew up a girly girl. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, and I was, I was not honest. I was not disappointed that I've had all boys so far. Mm-hmm. We may have a third, but Woo! come on now. Girl. Yeah. But not for a while though. <laughs> I declared it. I said it. I said it. I said it right up. My husband so desperately wants a girl. I, I said it. I was like, Amber, you're going to have her. She's like, no, the, the shop is closed. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, what else I would say is that do not give up on boy clothes because there are wonderful places out there. Zara, H&M. Oh yeah. 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 Target's yeah. like a hit or miss. Right. I, that was, that was my biggest thing. Like I finally understood how to dress a little boy after yes. I had my first one. Right. Right. And right. Just also, also take little comments like, Oh, you know, if you already have a boy and you're going for number two and whether you're, you know, happy about it or sad about it, listen, it's totally fine in my opinion, to be sad about a gender because mm-hmm. that's real. That's your feelings. Right. I, you know, you're going to love that child, but you know, we all have preferences. Right. I personally really didn't care with the second born. I was kind of excited because I already knew what being a boy was and you're going to love that baby regardless, but just take it with a grain of salt. People's comments because mm-hmm. I cannot tell you how many times after and today 
this day last year is when we announced we were having another boy. Oh my God. Look at that. Little Hudson. And so many people just like, just, just making unnecessary comments. Are you serious? Yes. Are you sad? Are you guys going to be asking if we were going to try for another like girl? Oh my like, God. And I know, I know they don't mean it from, of course, no, of course, but, but it's like, ugh. I'm just like, ugh, like, come on now. Like this little boy, like he is going to be a blessing. Like, yeah. God knows him, you know, me to have two boys to come in this world. Personally, I never, I can't, I still can't believe I'm a boy mom because you know me, I'm very girly. I've been mm-hmm. very girly my entire mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. But work and and if you're feeling sad about having boys and you really wanted a girl or anything, just, just remember that God chose you to be their mom for a reason. Like he knows, he sees, he sees our future. He sees yes. everything ahead of yes. us. Yes. And I can't tell you, I could have never imagined the love I have for my boys before I had them. Oh, Like they are to hear. I love you, mommy is just, and to even think about them saying that to another female in their <laughs> life, I'm like, oh, I'm going to put my shotgun. You don't know from the country. Y'all. I'm, I'm telling you, shotgun. I'm going to stand there with my glass of wine, like even try, honey, even try. Like that's my baby. Don't even, but <laughs> mama shark for real. And you know, I, I, I genuinely love that too, because I think that's just being real, you know? And I think like, obviously like, and it goes the same too for some guys when they're like, oh, and I think it's, it's interesting too. Cause like my guy cousin, he's had all boys and he's like oh I really want a girl I really want a girl like you know and so (laughs) (laughs) my husband I know and then like someone will like have all girls and they're like oh I really want a boy I really want a boy no it's just like everybody kind of just wants one of each but then I think at the same time like it is such a blessing like you said to just have a healthy beautiful baby and oh my gosh yes they're gonna be loved regardless you know like that's the cool thing about it and like you said God knows your future he knows that listen the way you are you need all girls or you need all boys or you need a boy and a girl you know so he he doesn't make mistakes with that so like you said it's also okay to also have a preference like that's okay too you know like um yeah yeah, and, and then also taking the grain of salt of like what people say like you know obviously they mean well but then it's like you like you said just like trying to tune it out so it doesn't really like you know and get to you and I love that and you know speaking of like I also think like your husband he's amazing he's so supportive just the way you talk about him and you you rave about him like how do you guys handle the different parenting styles and then also how do you guys make time to make your marriage alive and spicy like how y'all come on because and y'all got dogs too y'all got dogs y'all got kids like how you got all he's currently he's currently asleep because he's going on night shift tonight he probably right. he heard you say the whole feisty keeping our marriage spicy oh. he'd probably be rolling his eyes right now like please <laughs> like she's always sleeping around I'm always it's like 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 a picture of what people think and the reality like I'm like uh I was both passed no, out no don't that but you guys take trips and stuff like you're always telling me like you guys yeah. you know oh, yeah yeah so my husband's job is very very demanding and it's very kind of up in the air um he works in nuclear so he works 12 hour shifts either 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. or 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Right. And, but he's also on a swing shift. So that sometimes allows him to be off during the week or, um, you know, he's comes home earlier and it, right. it honestly, it really works out for us. So when I was in retail, I had, we basically decided we wanted to have a family. So I just, I left the fashion industry mm-hmm. just to get this, you know, more normal nine to five job because 
one of us had to be consistent for the kids, but it actually works out really well in our favor that when, you know, when he's on night shift, he'll come home and take the boys to school. Mm. So I don't have to like, you know, I've been with them all night by myself, you know, get up and take them to school. And I kid you not, this man will get off at 6 PM, get home at seven. He lives about an hour. We live about an hour out and be on the floor and playing with the boys. Oh my God. He is like, he is truly like dad of the year all the time. Because I'm not, (laughs) people are going to think I'm a horrible mom. No, I have this discussion with other moms. I am not playing the floor kind of person. Right. Right. Like my boys, like I will comfort and love and play, but it's different styles. Yeah. That's just for yeah. sure. like my husband's the very, like get on the floor and play, you know, mm-hmm. just, and cause my dad was honestly like that. My dad, oh. and my mom tells me all the time. She's like, I, you know, your dad would take you guys outside if it snowed, he'd be outside with you. You know, mm-hmm. it's just different parenting styles. Like you said, Um, and he and I really balance each other out. So he's a very much a night person. He can stay up late. Right. So when he's off, he will literally get up with Hudson and, you know, feed him his night feedings. And I'm always up early in the morning. So, you know, it's kind of great that we just balance each other out so well. And we're kind of opposite in that sense. Right. Um, He's definitely more patient than I am, (laughs) but he's more of a disciplinary figure Mm. than I am. Right, right. That Mitchell will not listen to me like he will listen to me <laughs> because apparently mommy does not scare him. <laughs> but when daddy says it, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, really? I just said the same thing. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. But I love that. And I love the fact that you and your husband are not the same. You know what I mean? Like you guys right, balance right. it. And that brings so much flavor and color to your parenting and into your marriage, you know? Yes. Um, and I do love that. And before we wrap up, I'm so sad. We're even almost out of time. Like, honestly, this has just been so good. Um, I just want to know, like, what has been the most rewarding thing about being a mom? And like, what advice can you give to those who really are struggling to like have a baby or like to just balance it all and just deal with all the pressure? Yes. So the most rewarding thing is to literally look into your child or baby's eyes literally just to look into their eyes and to have them smile at you. Or when they can talk, say, I love you, mommy. Yeah. Because those moments, I just, I can't even, it's like time stands still. It's almost like when you meet the person you're going to marry mm-hmm. and you just know, it's just this person, you know, God gave you this baby. Like you are, you are their parent. Aww. You are their mother. You are their father. Like you are the person who they run to for protection, yeah. you know, for help when they scrape, you know, their arms or their legs and they need a bandaid, like you are their person. And I think that's just the most rewarding thing. And to anyone who's struggling, don't lose the faith, like Mm. do not lose hope, you know, keep praying, you know, there's so many, there's so many options. And I know that's so easier said than done. I hate even saying that because being a person who was able to, you know, conceive naturally, didn't conceive fast, right? But conceive naturally and not having to take those other steps. Um, I feel, I feel like I'm not even in the place to say that, but like, there are so many options these days and, you know, just don't lose faith because God knows what, you know, what's in store for your future. And I know there's a little baby out there or, you know, going to be on he- on earth, on earth yeah. and yeah. just need you. So exactly, exactly. And, and I love that. And I think that's such a great advice. And I think that 
you know, there's, there's also so many other ways, like everything you said is so true. And I was just like, wow, like you painted the perfect picture of like what it really would feel like if you were to put it in words, you know? Um, And I think that also like, you know, for those listening, like Amber said, there are so many options and you can adopt, you can, even if you're an auntie or an uncle, you're still a mom, you know, like there's, like you said in the beginning, it takes a village, you know? So I do think that if you can't naturally conceive, it doesn't mean that you're not, you know, um, like you can still find other ways to be, you know, and show love to that child who desperately needs that, you know. Um, And I think there's so many kids and so many babies that, you know, um, are not in the best environment, you know, Mm -hmm. and are treated so poorly. And it's actually so sad. And then to know that there's so many people who are looking, you know, to just like love up on a child. It's just such a... um, it's such a blessing, you know, it really, really is. Um, and so I, I'm just so grateful. Like this has been so, listen, when it's time for me to have kids, y'all, I'm like, Amber, Amber, listen, you're ready now. I'm like, what you want to this? What did you bring? We'll be there, girl. I will be there, girl. I can't wait for a little Juliet. Yes. You'll be a girl, mom. There's oh my God. I know. <laughs> I'm just like the spiciness that I gave my parents. I could just imagine that little one, like Lord Jesus. But honestly, this has been so amazing. Amber, you are an amazing mom. Honestly, you're such a great friend. Thank you're you, such honey. a I appreciate yeah, it. like your husband, your kids are so blessed to have you. And I know that honestly, you're inspiring so many people, even if you don't see it, you know, you are, you're such a gem and just a genuine gift. So Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Amber, for joining you, me. Girl. Of course. Of course. Thank you so much. And to our listeners, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always, do not forget to subscribe to JMWA Speaks podcast so you do not miss a beat. See you guys on the next episode. Ciao.